0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Win Today podcast. My name is Ryan Cass, and I am your host. Our mission is to positively influence people to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. I'm here for episode number seven and joined by Brian Derrickson founder of BD Vibes Beat Depression through Positive Vibes here in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Brian, been following your brand for a long time and really love what you do. Uh, Tell us about who you are and tell us about BD Vibes.
1: Awesome, man, Ryan. Just want to say thanks for having me on today. Uh, couldn't be couldn't be more stoked about this next uh, this next half hour, forty five minutes. But yeah, a little bit about BD Vibes. It stands for Beat Depression through Positive Vibes, um, and basically to make a long story short, and I'd love to get into the you know the reasons and and why this became an organization. But uh, we make hats. And we spread mental health awareness through the power of hats. So spreading positivity and, um, positive vibes through hats. That's the basic foundation of the business. What better tool to spread mental health awareness with than a hat.
0: And, you know, I'll never, and I'm going to put mine on right now. Uh, I've got a, a Shem hat on. So Shem Creek, for those that are from Charleston, familiar with the Charleston area, Um, I first became introduced to your brand four years ago and that came uh, as a result of just being with some friends at Red's ice house, just having dinner. And I remember looking over and I saw this guy, you with, you had to have had 50 hats in your hand. I'm like, man, what is this guy doing with a bunch of hats? And you came over to our table And I'll never forget this. And you said, Hey guys, you came up, there was, uh, I was with four of my friends and you said, you know, my name's Brian. I'm with BD vibes and really just here to spread good vibes and give out some cool hats. And here I am with my Shem Creek hat on right now, one of my kayaking hats. And, uh, ever since then, so for the last four years I've, I've been closely following what you do. I love what you do and I love your mission. I've got it written down to reach as many people as possible with fun, positive messages through hats. So curious, um, why hats? And, you know, why did you start this?
1: Yeah, man, it's a great question. Thanks for sharing that story, Ryan. Uh, I remember that day myself, but um, you know, it's interesting. We're all on a journey of life, right? And and we don't know what tomorrow may bring and that's why we've all got to really um, show gratitude for every single day that we're out here. And what happened, um, I would say about eight, nine years ago is I always wanted to start a hat company. I've always had an affinity for hats. So I've got a, an old sketchbook, um, that I've had all of these sketches with hat designs, right. And we all go through life and we're going through our our corporate jobs like I was, and I was in my my mid to late twenties at that point, and uh, my best friend, Rich Kraft. Who you know, we've all got a number of friends we call friends, et cetera. But there's always that one, or maybe if you're lucky, you've got two of those rocks. You know, those ones that you can share. They know more about you than your parents, right? Like they know everything—the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Well, my buddy Rich was going through a really difficult time in life. And uh, unfortunately, and we got him all the help that we could have gotten him. And I, I remember texting his dad and said, if, if he doesn't, and he was a charmer, he was a great looking guy um, and he could charm his way out of anything. And we got him into a rehab program uh, and he had a tumultuous stretch season, if you will, of life that lasted about, uh, I would say, 12 to 18 months, you know, um, lost his job. Um, got divorced and, and just had just a, just a bad season in life. And I, I do believe there's some such, such thing as seasonal depression as well. And this was kind of right at the end of March and he was up in Maryland, the state of Maryland. I grew up in, in, in the DC, Virginia, Maryland area. And uh, he, he lost his battle, man. He, you know, he's, he succumbed to depression and um, took his life. And uh, I really didn't know how to cope And so I flew up there as soon as I got word, flew up there, slept in his bed, like was with his family. And it changed my life forever. At that point, it checked everything because I had never in a million years as close as I was with them. And he was just honestly, he was just lying to me about how fragile and how critical of a mental state he was in just lying, telling me it was okay. And just kind of masking it all as, as many times you'll, you'll see that's what, that's what most people do when they're at that stage. And um, it hit me. I didn't know how to react to it. Um, but little did I know, you know, it would check everything. So I played high school basketball and i loved basketball. And I I looked at all my priorities in life and, you know, this has got to change. I was doing some shortly thereafter. I was like, this is it, man. Like, this is it. This, this, this passion of mine with hats coupled with this traumatic event that I have just experienced is going to ignite this company that hopefully positively impacts and can reduce the number of people that succumb to depression. And I don't want to focus on those that battled. I want to focus on those that have beat depression and that have overcome and put a cap on suicide and that's one of my taglines put a cap on suicide so that's how it all began um and it's been five years may just just last month was was five years
0: oh man congrats
1: that's amazing yeah we've uh you know i'm happy to say we have a uh, it's been a long journey. I've learned a lot about the apparel business. I've learned a lot about giving back. I've learned a lot about whether or not to be a nonprofit organization. I've learned a lot about there's a lot of nonprofits out there that are actually really profitable and that CEOs make two million dollars a year. Um, so and, and do that for tax purposes. So I've learned a lot about business. Uh, but in and the mean. The time what we've donated over fifty thousand dollars to mental health organizations across the country mainly in south carolina mainly with our initial uh relationship with college of charleston um got you know some red tape around uh of that and just giving back to colleges but we've continued to give back where we can with musc we've given back and um uh, we've got kind of secondary headquarters up in wilmington north carolina So we've given back to the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. We've given back to programs up there when there's been hurricane events and different catastrophic events across the country. We've done our best to try to give back to, to those organizations. But I mean, it, $50,000 is, is just a drop in the bucket. So I want to make that $50 million in the next 10 years. That's the goal. I love that, you know, and and I love
0: Brian, that you took something. So, you had this vision, you know, you've always, you've, you've been drawing up hat sketches for a while and then, you know, went through a tragic event, you know, lost your your best friend. Um, and then that became a, a kickstart to you're like, okay, hey, I'm going to go ahead and make this company now and put a positive spin on it. Um, what was it like getting it started? Like, did it, did it take off right off the bat? Um, were you nervous? I mean, did, did it just feel... Kind of gratifying because it was, you know, in following, you know, losing your your friend. Like, talk
1: talk through that. Yeah, man, it's a great question. So, I mean, he, here's what happens, and you know, Ryan, you've been through it, um, and we just talked about kind of your journey, and it's amazing. And everyone's got a story. Number one, everyone has a story, and everyone will be faced with hardship. And when you're faced with hardship, you know, mine was at the extreme level. And I'm sure there's other people out there that hopefully, you know, were not hopefully that better listening that have gone through similar situations, whether it, it could be losing a job, it could be having a breakup with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, it could be, you know, uh, a marriage uh, not working out, a number of different things, right? But when those hardships happen, you've got two choices. We've all got two choices. It's either to be constructive or destructive. Mm-hmm. That, that's the way I look at it. And I'll be the first one to admit that, you know, the destructive behavior, I probably that's the easier path to go down towards, right? You can turn to, you know, bad habits, whether it's drinking or drug related or uh, whatever, whatever the case may be. That's the, that's the, that's the easy road to, to go to. Uh, but the more difficult, but the more productive road is the constructive, the constructive path. And so I chose to take that negative event and turn it into a positive and be constructive about it. And I'll be honest, when it, when it came to light, Ryan, I drew my logo and I love my logo because the logo is important. And you got to look at the logo because I drew the logo freehand. I drew it. I sent it to my artist friend. They made it happen. I'm talking about like within a uh, 30 minutes Ryan. I mean this is a sketch logo. But what was important is that there's three hats in that logo. Mind, body and soul. And so the B's and the D's are are hats. And uh, no one ever sees that. And so my number is always going to be three. I just ripped a ton of jerseys and I don't even have them on the website right now, but I love, I love basketball. And so I'm going to, I ripped a bunch of reversible jerseys. And so the B's and the D's in the logo are are hats and and that's what it represents. And I'm telling you from that moment, when, when the kind of the light bulb went off, it, I sunk everything I had. I emptied out my bank account. You know, I got a hat stock. I I, I bought a hat press. I learned I had friends in the industry, the screen printing industry. I wanted to learn how, what's the difference between uh, sublimation and screen print transfers and types of hats and patches and everything. And of course I'm always going to be true to their brand so I've always tried to keep it to, I mean, I've got more of a West Coast kind of flavor, but I have adapted more to, you know, the, the East Coast, the Charleston, the South Carolinian, the Richardson, the more fitted hat. I mean, I've got, I got you covered. Don't, if you're one of those people, don't worry about it. I got you covered. But um, it really, it, it was honestly for me, Ryan, and it still continues to be, it's therapeutic as much as I'm helping other people out. And, and, it, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a mixed bag of emotion, but I've met so many people and I've, I've fielded so many calls at all hours of the night from people that struggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so number one, that warms my heart because I want them to call me. I always tell people when I meet them and they, they, they learn about the business. First of all, I don't know that I've ever met somebody when I tell them about the business that they can identify with either somebody they know or, a friend of a friend that has gone through some sort of, you know, uh, mental challenge. So everybody can identify with this. Right. Um, so that, that gives me just a a tremendous amount of feeling, but it's also therapeutic for me that that's, that's the missing link. I mean, this is therapy for me. So when I talk about it, when, when Ryan calls me up and says, Hey man, let's get on a podcast. Heck, yeah, I'm joining, man. Like, this is therapy for me because it's not like the pain or the battle ever goes away. It doesn't just erode away. This is a long time. This is, I'm in it for the long haul, man. This is it. Like, like, today, do I miss Rich? Of course I miss Rich. Do I still go through hardships? Of course I go through hardships. Did I get divorced? Of course I went through. I went through a divorce. Of course. Do I miss my kids? Do I get my kids every day that I want to have my kids? I don't. I still go through all these battles. So when I get an opportunity to explain what BD Vibes is, and that's, that's the, the whole point of it is to wear a, a hat and somebody says, Ryan, that's a cool hat, man. What, what is that? What is BD Vibes? That's the goal right there. When they say, what is BD Vibes? And Ryan says, oh dude, it's this company, man. It's about mental health awareness. You know what that just did right there? That just took that stigma away. That just broke down that wall. The wall just crumbled, literally crumbled in seconds. It's about mental health, man. It's about beating depression through positive vibes. What? I love I just, it. I, I just got Comcast, literally, true story. I just got Comcast at my new house. I'm moving down the street, right on Shem Creek, by the way. We're gonna own Shem Creek, Ryan. It's gonna be a- Hey, take it over. <laughs> right. And I and I was talking with the Comcast lady and she she wanted my email, right? So I gave her my email, Brian at bdvibes.com. B- and she was like, well, what is that? Cause it, you know, it's, and I, and I go through it cause it's Z with a zebra and there's there's yeah. specific reasons behind why it's Z with a zebra. Not, not just because Z is a, a very cool letter to begin with but there's also specific reasons. But I told her about the company, this, this person on the other end of, well, now it's not Comcast, it's what Xfinity now. Yeah. Um, she literally, she says, Brian, I'm going to be open with you. She said, I've been off social media for over a year because of everything that's gone on, you know, in this country and, and everything, and so she just chose to, to stay off it. Which, I honestly, I mean, I did too. And uh, she said, "I'm I'm I'm going back on right now," and I'm and I'm following you. And she told me her story again. Everyone has a story. We were on a recorded line, and she she reminded me of that about every two minutes. She was from Romania, and she grew up. She was born in uh, right around the year 1980. It was a communist regime until 89 and so she told me her whole story and I mean that's that's it like just like that's it like I did my job that day like that that's fulfilling my heart's filled for that day like, like I just talked to that person
0: home. yeah like you feel like you're fulfilling what you're here to do you know that's you, it you said something perfect Brian you said we can either be constructive or, or destructive and you know I like to to, um, say this every day we wake up, we have a choice, right? We have a choice if we're going to be happy or we have a choice if we're going to go do good things, or if we're going to feel sorry for ourselves. And, you know, you've taken this event, you've gone through some things. You just mentioned a few things you've gone through and you're still just getting after it every day because you've got this mission and calling to go and positively influence people. And, Let's talk about the impact you've had. So, because I see the hats all over stores in Charleston um, and in Wilmington. I've been up there a couple of times and I've seen some BD Vibes uh, apparel at, at stores. So, you know, what's been the impact? Like, are there 50,000 of these hats rolling around Charleston right now? And kind of what's the, um, you mentioned $50,000 donation is going to become 50 million. I got no doubt in that. But how about the hats for People all across the United States need one of these, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, man. And I would love that. So it's been, you know, it's been a learning curve, Ryan. So I went from, you know, pretty much selling, you know, hat to hat. And what what I mean by that is like, you know, selling one hat here, one hat there, one hat here, one hat there. Um, It's really difficult. I mean, anybody listening to this podcast who's considering opening up a business, uh, you can reach out to me because I can certainly share with you some secrets to success that will, you know, I- increase your curve to success. Um, but you know, I took a different route back in in five years ago. I, I didn't want to have brick and mortar, uh, and so we've sold over two hundred and eighty-seven thousand hats to date. Wow! Um, and and that's not counting the shirts. Uh, and and I think. 46 states. So, um, you know, mainly through e-commerce and then last year, and I'll be very just open with everyone is it was a really difficult year for, I would say the majority that are listening to this podcast, right. It was really difficult. I mean, we, not only did we have COVID, but, you know, we've got civil unrest and, you know, just a lot of, if you want to find negative stuff, you know, Turn on the TV. That's it. You know, turn on social media for that matter. And um, as as hard as it was, and, and I was kind of tasked with a challenge there. And I don't know that I rose to the occasion to be to be very transparent. You know, um, I want to be this positive light, but I, I chose even me. I needed a break, so I chose to to take a break off of the the social media, the hat one to one selling. And, and what I did, Ryan, that was, was a game changer because. 2020 was actually the most successful year of business for BD Vibes ever. And if you look on my Instagram account, you'll see, wow, this guy didn't really post much over the past year or so. And you I'm know why? I learned. That. I learned. And so what I learned was this, you know, the power of selling hat by hat is, is fantastic. But when companies, large organizations with all these important decisions like equal rights, like the Me Too movement, like making sure that uh, genders are treated equally in the workplace, making sure that there's no sexual discrimination or sexual harassment going on, uh, making sure that mental health now is a part of their human resource program. You know, five, six years ago, man, mental health, it it wasn't talked about. So there's been a lot of famous actors, uh, famous uh, athletes that have succumbed to to depression and to to mental health um, and have ended their lives. And the good news is with all of those unfortunate passings, it has brought mental health to the forefront. Right. There's more talk about mental health now than there ever has been in the past decade. A hundred percent. That's a lock. Yep. So what What are, is happening on the organizational front is that organizations, you know, Boeing, for example, Ryan, you can help me get in there, hopefully. But uh, I've gone to organizations, man, and, and I have partnered with organizations. And when I produce hundreds of hats and I talk to the human resource department and I talk to them about the mission behind it, I can produce hundreds of hats and shirts and apparel and koozies and whatever they want. at at probably the same, if not a lesser price and they're giving back and it's meeting all their criteria. And it's also educating their entire employee force. Like now they're, now they're an organization that believes that mental health is important and they're showing it to all their employees. So it's, it's, it's just a, it's a different sales channel approach that I took Mm -hmm. and it was the best decision I made. And now what I'm going to do this year, just starting, literally a month ago after this COVID thing has finally eroded away and I'm, I got my vigor back now. Supply chain issues are, are one thing. We're working around that. That's another challenge that, man, it's been a challenge, but, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a blend of that. So I'm going to still get out there. I'm going to still rip past. I'm going to still give them to Burt's. I'm going to still give them to Jimmy's up in Wrightsville. I'm going to still give them to Tazi and Mount Pleasant. Gonna, and we're going to go through that channel, but I'm going to, I'm going to continue to pursue the corporate strategy because for this company to be successful, it will it will get to that level the 50 million level a lot faster and it can reach a lot more people through large organizations
0: yeah absolutely and you know <laughs> me personally i would i would be much more inclined to buy a hat from you because i know hey it's not just i'm not just buying a cool hat i'm buying a cool hat that then you know the proceeds are going to um Improve mental health awareness. Spread mental health awareness. We've got a, a kick-ass owner and, and operator in you that is going around spreading positive messages. And and it's also interesting, uh, just from a business perspective too. Especially, um, you know, more folks my age, around the mid twenties or thirties, whatever you want to call it, millennials, whatever it is, are are more inclined to purchase from organizations that are committed to social good or some sort of cause. So you're spot on, man. I'm freaking pumped for you. And, and yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, I, I mean, the, you know, the youth, um, there's a, you know, I've been published now in, in a number of different articles and, uh, affiliations and, uh, newscasts, but the, the most prominent one is the Huffington post. So, if you're ever bored and you can Google who's going to change the world question, Mark, the social entrepreneur. And if you Google that and put a comma behind it and put Huffington post, it's an entire article about BD vibes and me. And it's not just about me. It's about what you just said, Ryan, is that social entrepreneur and how people generally will gravitate now because life is not easy, man. And Mm -hmm. it's, uh, people are, are, it's for, I think the good of everyone, you know, love and unity should be universally spoken. And sometimes it takes hardship and fight for people to realize and understand that. I think we're there. I think we're getting closer. Um, but uh, for those reasons, people gravitate more now towards companies that have that social conscious,
0: is there is there an ideal time to really start hearing the message, Brian? So pe- people go through um, you know, hardship at various points in life, right? I feel like as we grow up, though, and become more exposed to things, you know, I think it's easier to kind of fall into this trap, if you will, or, or deep dark place, uh, versus when you're, you know, when you're younger, maybe you're, you're not as exposed to so much. So I'm curious. You know, do you, do you focus primarily on adults or do you go speak in schools? Like when, when should folks really start hearing this message?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Ryan. So, I mean, I just got done with a, um, a speaking engagement with a, it's a group called the soldier camp and it's a young men's group and, um, they're aged between eight and 18. um, And so I speak to them every year and uh, the number one is the stats. It's the second leading cause of death between the ages of 14 and 21 in the U S so that suicide is, and that, that, that's a staggering, staggering stat. And unfortunately over the past several years, it's only gotten worse. Mm -hmm. So um, while I love the American uh, foundation for suicide prevention um, more needs to be done. Um, And I've been adamant about that. And so to your point, more needs to be done at a younger age. So I have, I'm looking at writing children's books. I think it needs to be done. Obviously I tailor my message to my audience. I'm not going to go in and start talking about suicide and, and all this crazy stuff to, you know, six-year-olds. But what I am going to talk about is, is how to be mentally strong and how to be not be fearful about something that you may not be good at or whatnot and and, and try to spread, spread positivity that way. So the answer to your question is it needs to be, it needs to be talked about as early as possible, Ryan. Um, just thinking back on my life and and what I went through, it was never talked about, right? Again, we're going back to like the stigma around it. It was never talked about, man. And and I, I'll be honest, I mean, I lived a pretty sheltered life, you know. I didn't really have a lot of adversity. I kind of went through the motions in life, and I was I was just you know on the cloud nine, and then this hit me out of left field, and that was my first real like you know, kick in the stomach and, um, you know, I really wasn't prepared for it. And I think had, I been educated about all this stuff early on, um, it, it would have helped and I know it can help people. So I, I think bottom line is as early as possible. We can get kids to start reading this stuff in a cool little, um, you know, children's book about being kind. I mean, just simple things, simple messages.
0: Hey, speaking, of, your being kind, speaking of being kind, I'm going to pull something from your website you at at one point in time, you've got a shirt and a hat that is, correct me if I'm wrong, it's buy one, get one free. And it says, you know, be kind always. And the purpose of it is you buy one for yourself, but then the other one you're supposed to just give to a stranger, right?
1: That's the idea, man. You're exactly right. So yeah, we started this initiative uh, a little over two years ago. We never... We we never strayed away from it, so it's still we're sold out right now. Um, but we've got more being made, and uh, that's the whole plan around it is it's buy one get one free, uh, very affordable. But the whole purpose imagine if you get a hat for free and you're at the gas station, and I mean you never know what you can do to impact someone's day. And I've heard I've I've, I've done countless of these talks, and I've I've talked to so many people about the day that changed their life or how they got pulled out of depression themselves. And, and I was there. And I remember the day that uh, David Gillum called me up and we went out to lunch. I remember that day, like it was yesterday. Um, But uh, it could be something as simple as being at a gas station and seeing somebody that doesn't appear to be in a favorable state of mind and asking them a simple question, like, Hey, you doing all right. Mm -hmm. And then saying, you know what? Look, I just, I just got this hat. I want to pass it forward. I'm going to give you this hat that can totally change the trajectory of that person's life. You don't know. So that's the whole idea about it. Just to spread kindness.
0: It's yeah, not about yeah. monetary
1: gain. It's just about, listen, you see somebody act on it. That's it.
0: Cause for all, you know, that, that could have, that person you knows to say that you're giving the hat to could have been thinking that that day was going to be their last day. Could have been, they got this hat and they're like, damn, there's great people in this world. I'm going to stick around and, you know, life goes on. Right. Um, That's it. Are there any, are there any, uh, cool stories that have come from that? Like that, that stick to mind?
1: Oh, oh man. I mean, there's a bunch. So one of the things that I do, um, I mean, I got plenty of cool stories about this, but if I ever, if I've ever got an inventory on me and I'm out and about and I see somebody wearing one of my hats, I run out to my car and I go out and I get some sort of inventory and I give it, I give it to them again. And I let them know, like, thanks for, thanks for supporting the brand. <laughs> um, so that's, that's something I do. I mean, I'm, you know, I think anybody would do that, but I, I don't know that I've gotten any, you know, really amazing stories from that. Um, I know it's been put to good use, you know, but uh, I'm, wearing, have-
0: I'm wearing a free hat from you right now. And here we are four years later. Exactly. I remember and, that four years ago. And I was like, at some point, I don't know how or when, but I'm going to keep in touch with this brand. And then, yeah, starting one day, I was like, okay, I wrote down this list of all these people I want to talk to. I mean, this was years ago now. I looked at it. I was like, damn, I wrote this in 2019. And BD Vibes is on there because I remember that day. So uh, there, there's a story in itself. It's not the Be Kind hat, but it's a Shem hat, which is freaking awesome because I love going out in Shem. So.
1: Uh, that, I mean, it's awesome. And, and I still do it. I, there's nothing better than that. You know, it's probably not a great business move, but I still go out. There's nothing better than going out and being jubilant and happy and just spreading positivity. And I mean, especially in Charleston, it's such a tourist town. You go to mm-hmm. Sullivan's Island or, you know, Folly beach or downtown or Shim Creek, wherever. And you, you walk in there with some hats and you just start tossing them around. I mean, like it's amazing. It's a great you feeling. Got a,
0: you got, got a lifetime therapy. You got a lifetime customer and supporter in me, and I know I'm not the only person that would say that. So, uh, jumping back to the mental health piece, you know, you mentioned it's better to start young, and, and I and I was actually shocked to know that um, was it ages 14 to 21 mm-hmm. suicides are the number two cause of death. I, I would, it's just crazy to think, it's just crazy to think about that. So. What do you believe is the biggest opportunity right now in the mental health realm? Is it okay? Obviously, more corporations should be adopting check ins. Is it do schools need to be bringing in more speakers? Like what do you see as the as the biggest opportunity?
1: Yeah, man, I mean, there's a lot. So number one is inadequate funding, you know, and it does start in the schools and it does start with corporate organizations. Uh, There's just not enough funding for mental health. Um, there's, the stigma is still alive and unfortunately still very strong. So there's just not, unfortunately, the most, most times when you hear about, you know, mental health, it's in a negative light, right. Even today, I mean, like there could be an actor or, um, you know, an actress or an athlete that succumbs and and takes his or her own life. And that's what you'll hear, right. What I want to do, and that's why I've got brand ambassadors, um, is highlight those who have overcome it. I wanna spread that, that's where I think the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, while I love the organization they're all about, I think that's the biggest opportunity. If you wanna, you know, simple analogy, if you're gonna go fishing, you wanna learn how to catch the fish. You don't wanna learn how to lose the fish, right? right? So let's teach individuals how to catch the fish. How to beat depression. What did they do to overcome it? Why, why aren't we hearing more stories about how to overcome it? And that's why I want to focus on beating depression through the positivity, positive, whatever it is, through, through however it is that you did it. But share your story. You know, share how you overcame it. And, and, you know, it does need to happen at a younger age. It does need to happen more at school. It is happening now more at the corporate level than ever before. So, so we're moving in the right direction. But I just think that number one, we need to learn more about how to overcome. Everyone's going to be faced with challenges. So what are the ways, what did you do to overcome?
0: Right, right. And, and I'm curious, you know, some people may not always admit that they have uh, an issue, right? And then, and then you get sometimes the surprise of your life. Um when folks kind of seem like they're maybe, you know, they say, yeah, I'm okay. But you know, really deep down inside, they're not okay. Like what, what should we do then? I mean, like, do we, I'm curious because we're going to meet more people in our lives that they're like, they're going to say, yeah, I'm good, but you know, they're not good.
1: Yeah. That's a great, that's a great one. Ryan, I talk about it when I speak to, you know, speak on these speaking engagement, but um You know, people say, and you know, you've got a little, you know, you got a little thing on Facebook or or Instagram or TikTok about the number of friends you have, right? Followers, whatever. If you're a true friend, if you are a true friend and that's why I go back and I say, maybe you only have one or two of those rocks those true friends. But if you're a true friend, I got four words for you. When you see somebody that may be struggling and you don't have to be a true friend, You don't have to be somebody who is that close to that person. But if you're somebody who truly cares, you you need to do this. Don't be afraid to, and these are the four words, show them the mirror. Show them the mirror. And that means having that honest, open discussion regarding maybe it's observations that you've taken in. Maybe it's certain situations you've seen this person you know, um, perform at an unacceptable level, or they're heading down a path that you don't think is going to be positive to them or whatever the case may be. You may lose that friend. You gotta be a, you gotta understand that you may lose that friend, but you may save that life. Like that's, that's it, man. You can't be afraid to show them the mirror because if you're a true friend and they recognize you as a true friend, they may not, if they're truly not having an issue or whatnot, the number one, they should thank you for even checking in on them. And if they don't, one day they will. Mm-hmm. So that's what you got to do. If you're a true friend, don't be afraid to show them the mirror. You can't turn a blind eye. Too many people now are living in their own little world on their devices or whatever. And they see somebody and they're like, oh, that sucks for them. Whatever, And that's it. Oh, that's, oh my God. So that person. Oh, that sucks. Done. Turn the other way. Swipe the story, whatever. Don't be afraid. If you truly care, man, you save a That's life.
0: That's so powerful because and I've never heard that before. Show them the mirror. I think we've all heard, show them the door, but show them the mirror and sure. Maybe they, they might not like it. They might quote unquote, temporarily hate you for a little bit, but they get to stay on earth and continue living this beautiful thing called life. And who, who knows, they're, they're probably going to end up turning it around, right? Because no one else probably showed them the mirror.
1: Dude, I mean, it's a hundred percent. I got, I mean, it's a true story. It just happened. just happened last week at the pool in my community. My, a, a friend of mine, call him a friend of mine, struggling. I can tell he's struggling. And he came over, walked over towards me. And even in his walk, he wasn't, his stature, what posture was bad. Everything was, you could tell, man, he was, he was not in a good place. Showed him the mirror, right then and there. Leaned back on the lounge chair at the pool, started crying, showed him the mirror, and um, talked to him on Monday. And uh, you know I'm at work doing whatever, and I and I've got him on a regimen now. He's like, all right, what can I do? I'm like, listen, this is what you got to do, man. Like, get regimented. Like, get a plan and execute your plan every day. Have have a plan, you know. And when I pulled in today, I pulled in my house today. Lo and behold, here he comes because I told him he needs to start exercising. I told him I don't, I want to see him walking two miles a day. He comes strolling around, man, and and he comes up and I was on the phone on a call but he gives me a hug, you know, and he's like, I'm doing it, you know, I'm doing it. But like, that's it. You got to show them the mirror, man. It's a tough moment. Don't be afraid.
0: I love that. And that's something I'm right. I just, I wrote that down while you were talking and on a post-it note. So show them the mirror Um, going, going back, you know, another thing you mentioned having a routine being regimented, it helps just because another thing we have 80,000 thoughts that go through our mind every day. Obviously we're not conscious of all 80,000 of them, but, especially the world we're living in now, so many distractions, things going on, you turn on the news, it's generally full of negativity. Um, So hence the importance of having a a good routine um, is vital to, you know, your mental health. So just curious, you know, how do you maintain a positive lifestyle outside of, you know, BD vibes and what you do? Like, what is it for you? Is it, do you meditate every day? Do you go surfing? Like how do you keep that positive upbeat attitude?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, so first of all, no one's perfect. No, there, there's, you know, no one's perfect. So uh, is there still days that, that I struggle? Of course. Yeah. But what, what works best for me, and it may not be best for everyone, but for me, cause I run at, I mean, I'm a, I'm full throttle or nothing at all. That's, that's the way I roll with everything in life, whether it's relationships or, you know, business or whatever it is, I'm, I'm all in. I am all, once I'm all in it's, there's no going back, but what works, And I've seen it work with many others is that when you can have a plan and you have a schedule, just consistency, consistent, positive behavior, that's it. Now, it doesn't mean for me, it's I go to the gym for me. It's I play basketball three days a week still. You know, I, I play Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday mornings and I'm up at 630. I'm, I'm hooping, you know, because it it exercises my mind and it gets all that, that the physical the physicality out of me because I still have that. Right. I still I need to get that out some way. I, I can't I don't want to go out drinking every night or, you know, having bad habits. Again, it's being about constructive versus destructive. So when all of this happened, I went back and now I'm playing basketball every day. I lift the days I don't play basketball. I'm in the gym, lifting weights and exercising and exerting myself and making healthy decisions on how I eat. Um, and you know, who I choose to be around. That's another thing is unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of people out there. They want to be around you for all the wrong reasons. So you got to pick and choose your friends carefully. There's nothing wrong with having a select group of friends now, you may be a social butterfly and you want to touch everybody and that's fine, too. But just know that, you know, you don't stretch yourself too thin. Don't stretch yourself too thin. Have a, have a regimen that you go by weekends, too. Um, I think something else that I mean, <laughs> it sounds I'm probably dating myself now, but like. You know, going out past like midnight, man, I don't know. I just, I don't think there's a lot of great things that happen after midnight, you know, it's just like, there's a lot of temptation. There's a lot of bad avenues out there. There's not a lot of good ones. If you can share with me a couple of good ones and I'd love to hear them because I like staying up too. But there's just the fact is there's just, there's not a lot of good ones.
0: It's nice to walk on the beach uh, at night, but it's uh yeah, even me, it's it's tough to even hit midnight nowadays. So <laughs> I, I don't know. You. So just having having good activities and, and consistency. You hit you hit the nail on the head there.
1: Um, the, the last the last thing I'd share too, man, is if if you're not a morning person, be a morning person. Okay, because the morning especially people are like, oh I'm stressed out I mean, there's all this stress and all this noise in my life, this clutter, everyone's got all this stuff, right? When you're up at five 36 o'clock in the morning and you're walking the neighborhood or whatever doing, and you're out and about and listening to bees buzz and birds sing and chirping hearing the sounds of nature. There's that's peace. Mm -hmm. That is peace. So when you bring that peace into your life, And it may be religious peace too, whatever, you know, going to church, that may be part of your habit. I mean, and I'm all for that as well. I'm not somebody who's going to sit here and say, you got to go to church. It's whatever it may be, but you got to bring peace. It may be meditation, whatever that brings you peace. For me, it's the outdoors in the morning. I love the morning outdoors. There's nothing better than that. It was so peaceful, but bring peace into your life.
0: Absolutely. Amen, man. Yeah. That's, that's big thing for me too. Like getting up, you know, doing my runs before going to work great way to start the day and just don't have to worry about any of the the craziness yet and the distractions. So uh, Brian, I want to start to wrap it up. And but one thing you've spent so much time, you know, giving back and, and you're continuing to give back and you're on this mission to spread positive vibes and, um, you know, beat depression, but, and, what can we do? You know, the people that are listening, how can we have a positive impact on mental health? And, you know, there's so much work that still needs to be done, but what can we do?
1: Yeah, man, it's a great question. And I mean, the, the answer is simple and that's, everyone wakes up, Brian. you said it, man, you, you control your attitude. You control every day that, you know, you walk out of your house and you control your mindset. That it's all about your mindset. You know, you choose whether or not you're going to have a positive day. There's, of course, there's going to be rough days. I had a, I had a terrible Monday morning. Monday was terrible for me this week. I had so many things get thrown at me. You know what? Like life goes on. I'm going to, I'm going to get through it. You know, so you, it, it, you make that decision. And that, that's the easiest way to positively impact. You and everyone else around you is be the light. Don't, don't be the darkness. I mean, it's that it's that easy, but it's difficult. And look around. There's a lot of darkness out there. So just just make a decision that when you wake up every morning, you're going to choose to be that light. That's it. And, I, and the other thing, too, is don't care about whether people think about you if you're going to be that light. Now, if you're going to be destructive, you're going to be that darkness. Then you should care about what other people think about you, because you're not you're not positively, you know, affecting others around you. But if you're going to be that light, make make your energy be so contagious that people don't want to be around you. Like make make it that like be it. Be that person. Be that light that shines so bright. You like you you walk in a room, you light up that room. Be be it. We need more people like that than the people that walk in the room with a smug face and down and what? No, man, we're here. Like you might not be here. Yeah. There's been over a thousand deaths from vehicle accidents in in South Carolina alone this year already. Like you may not be here tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Just be the light. That's all I would say.
0: Amen, man. Be the light. Hey, speaking of being the light. So, when you're on this podcast again in, you know, three, five years, what's the, what's the light of BD vibes going to be? So, you know, you talk about, you've got some cool stuff in work right now. So just if you can share a little bit about that, you know, obviously you, you mentioned the goal of increasing that $50,000 donation to 50 million, but uh, near term, like what can we expect to see? And how do we uh, keep in touch with, with you and all the awesome stuff you're doing? Great question. A
1: couple things. Number one, Um, In the age of social media, in the age of entrepreneurship, which is at an all-time high, which I think is amazing, um, never fear your competition. Never put down your competition or um, think that it's a negative. There have been more hat companies in Charleston. There have been more hat companies across the country that have spawned over the past five years than I ever could have imagined. I thought I was like one of the first, and maybe there's probably some precedences before me that are saying the same thing about BD Vibes, right? But, and and, and there's been more companies about unity and mental health that have spawned post the existence of BD Vibes, right? And from an early on, I took it as like, man, what they're trying to copy my idea, like, but what I've learned is this embrace it, and that we're all after the same mission. We're all after the same goal. So what I'm doing on the short term right now is um, there are a couple of organizations. um, My Unity Gear up in Maryland. uh, uh, And then uh, the Paul Gomber Foundation here in Charleston. Um, These are both missions that are synergistic to what we want to accomplish, which is just I mean, it's unity. It's, it's all synonymous, right? It's about mental health awareness. It's about unity. It's about being kind. It's about being respectful. It's it's just the way of life. And so we're going to be doing more collaborations with that. Um, my speaking engagements have gone up. So I love speaking to folks, whether it's, you know, at a small camps or if it's at Porter Gowd High School, like I did last year. Um, and that was amazing opportunity. Um, and we're, I'm, I'm in talks right now with Oceanside. So, um, you know, that that's... That's kind of where I see the short term and and in the long term, just build it brick by brick. You know, I don't know how fast it's going to go, Ryan. I have no idea. You know, it could take, I could be having this podcast in 30 years with you and we're at 49 million. You know, I hope it doesn't take 39 or, 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 you know, that long, but I don't know. All I'm going to do every day is put one step in front of the other, build it brick by brick, person by person, hat by hat, Ryan by Ryan, (laughs) organization by organization collaboration by collaboration and, and see where it goes
0: I love it man one at a time and and I want people to be able to keep in touch with you and um you know you, you've got your Instagram bd vibes and that's with a z actually why is because you mentioned there's a reason so before we even finish why is, is it bd vibes with a z versus an s
1: yeah, so it's B as in boy, D as in dog, V as in Victor, I as in igloo, B as in boy, E as in elephant, Z as in zebra. I've said it a thousand times. The Z as in zebra is for all trademarking issues. So um, when I rip hats for schools like like College of Charleston, and this was one of the kind of the hiccups. Um, but uh, but I, you know, Cougs, C-O-U-G-Z. So I, I can I can rip all those hats and same with like Tar Heels or, uh, you know, Tigers, uh, the Clemson Tigers. I've got a Tigers hat. It's T-I-R-G-E or T-I-G-E-R-Z, excuse me. Um, but so everything is with a Z uh, so I can rip names and do it appropriately and not have to worry about legal repercussions. Ah,
0: okay. Makes sense. That's sick, man. I love it. Um, yeah. So Z for trademark. Okay, got it. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, you just mentioned it, but everyone check out BD Vibes with a Z, Uh, Instagram, also your website, BD Vibes dot com. Brian, thank you so much again, man. And absolutely love what you're doing. I I truly uh, huge supporter and it's great to connect with you, you know, four years later now. Um, And I know that we're going to stay in touch now as a result of this and uh, keep doing great things for the the listeners, I think that the key takeaways and one thing that, that I love and will remember and I wrote down is, you know, we're going to encounter people in life that, in our friends and family that, um, you know, are going through tough stuff and show them the mirror. Don't be afraid to show them the mirror and be the light, live a positive lifestyle, smile, and check in on check in on people every day. You never know what tomorrow may bring. Tomorrow may not even come. So, you do these things guys and you are going to win today. Maintain a positive lifestyle and just do amazing things. Thank you all for listening.